gents. After two trial and error episodes, thanks to the shitty connection that is Internet Explorer, uh, Outfield Talk finally decided to go on Google Chrome, and that's what this podcast is named. It is Outfield Talk. It is inspired mostly due to the fact that this is what we called all of our bullshit, just random chats that we had in the outfield. Um, I have my two guests who are in the two, well, we'll just call them lost episodes, uh, former teammates of mine back in high school. We have Cody White, who played college baseball at Cal State Bakersfield, uh, played a year out at Pitt College in Kansas, and James Trinidad, who is a friend of mine from high school that is now a firefighter. He's been a firefighter for five years. They're they they may not be ESPN analysts, but fuck, we do have plenty of good ideas when it comes to the sports. Go ahead and say hi to the guys, folks. Hey, how's it going? Howdy, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like I said, the basis of this show is just we'll talk sports. We'll talk pretty much anything that pops into our heads for the 30 minutes that we have. First topic that I want to talk about tonight, I just saw it today when I was at work. Um, MLB is now finally implementing a one-time only trade deadline. You know, like um, how... Oh, they have a trade deadline, but like when playoffs appear, oh shit, so and so got traded to this team before the playoffs. This guy, yeah, exactly. It's basically on that line. Um, do you think that's going to change how teams basically trade people around to the trade deadline now that they have to give them up in well after the All Star break? So they have to give them up before the All Star break or just after the All Star break? What's well, the, what's the difference? Deadline. With with the original trade deadline, that is going to be the set trade deadline now. There's not going to be any trades or whatever allowed after the trade deadline. So there's not going to be so like no, any playoff no, like pushes waiver, for teams. So no like waiver claims or anything like that? No, nothing like that. It's You have to trade these guys if you're going to give them up by this set point in time. Okay. Um, I mean, that's interesting. It'll change the tactics really of I need, I need to read more into it, but it would definitely change the tactics of what teams are trading for what guys. But I don't really think it would make a, that big of a difference, honestly. Um, not many trades happen after the trade deadline with waiver claims and all that stuff, international money. Um, it's an interesting topic. I would have to know. I would have to read more into it to give you my opinion on it. But, I mean, I, I really don't – as information that you gave me doesn't really give – me enough information to go into detail about it or go really have an opinion about it well yeah it, it was like a minute and a half video that he was just like here's what's happening blah 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 and i was like huh that's interesting kind of deal hmm. I, I really don't think it would it would it's going to change anything because most i mean all the big trades happen i mean verlander was traded last or two years ago before the trade deadline all the big name guys are going to be traded beforehand um, if you're traded afterwards, you really, I can't think of anyone who's been picked up off waivers that has helped a team go into a playoff push, really, because the team that originally had him had is going to have more benefit to, they're going to get more back for him other than just a waiver claim designating him for assignment or anything like that. So, I don't know. 
Fair enough. Interesting, but need more information. All right. Well, we'll go. We'll go into a topic that'll be more detrimental to MLB. Uh, the Atlantic Minor League Baseball League, or whatever. The Atlantic mm-hmm. League and the minor leagues. They're doing the. Uh, they're finally bringing around the robot umpires. This, oh bullshit! Yeah, I. <laughs> pitch like track is calling strikes and balls in the Atlantic League. Pitch track is assisting calling strikes and balls. I believe that's how it's going to be. No, there's not just going to be a, a robot behind home plate and down each baseline calling balls and strikes and you know all that stuff. I think it's. What I've heard is that there's going to be like a buzzer system in the umpire's hand where pitch track kind of says, okay, that was in the strike zone. He could call it or have his own opinion still on it. So I don't know if it's giving full leeway to the robotic system pitch track, but I think it's it's interesting. I, don't, I really don't like it because humans make errors. And, I mean, errors are a part of baseball. Maybe. Yeah, factor. That human factor in baseball is why it's such a great sport. I mean, what? Oh, forget the name of, I mean, even the guy who would have had a perfect game a few years ago, and then the umpire blew it. I mean, sure, it'll eliminate those kind of calls, but, uh, oh, man, I, I don't I don't like it. It's the next step, and I think it's going to It's just changing the game a well, little too much for my liking. Well, going on to what Cody was saying, if you're going to, like, buzz the umpire and tell him what to call, like, what's the... Because, you know, umpires, they, they have to go through, like, a school. You know that, right? Like, they work yeah. their way up, and they have to go through a school and pay money to do that. Like, you're literally paying money in order to get to a point to where a computer is going to tell you what to do. So what's the what's the point of going to umpire school anymore, you know? Like, any average Joe can be an umpire if the robot's just going to tell him, hey, this is a strike, this is a ball. Yeah, I, I guess. But, I mean, that's why that's why there's a there's a lot of people that don't like the whole pitch track calling strikes and all that stuff because, I mean, it's a job. Again, you know, just like the, the car industry, robots are kind of taking over or machinery is taking over and all that stuff, losing jobs for people. And I think you got to think of that as umpires, as umpires or people when they have, that's their job. That's how they make their living. I mean, however long the season is, I think it's 190 days or whatever the heck it is, but 162 games, they're they're out there umpiring going to work every single day and yeah i mean anthony i know you work retail and stuff but i mean you make errors even in your job so should we make a computer or somebody tell you that you're doing it wrong no well even even the computer screws up at my job and i have to fix the computer's mistake exactly so why 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 even put a computer in the factory why not just have some natural human errors human errors happen i mean an error, an error is, I mean, definition of an error. I don't know what the definition of an error is, but like in baseball, I mean, that's when you make a mistake. Yeah, mistakes happen. Derek Jeter wasn't perfect in his fielding percentage. Yeah, we know that. That's the only reason why he's been snubbed as not one of the greatest shortstops of all time. Oh, his defense is bad. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Way to, so way to make a Yankee fan baseball. joke. Baseball is one of those sports where you have to keep human error into it. Yeah, otherwise they're going to change the game too much. And I, and I think change to the game is not always the right answer. Like, look at the NFL. I mean, they've gone downhill big time the last few years. And it's because 
yeah, I get they're trying to make it safer, but all, all these changes to the game, man, you know, it takes it takes like the, the fun out of it. It takes what what originally made the sport, like all the elements that go into it, like the hard hits and, and whatnot, you know, it's, it's taking those factors out of the game. Well, yeah, Absolutely. Clay, Matthews, Clay Matthews wasn't allowed to touch the quarterback this year with all the new rules. <laughs> exactly, and so I think, uh, you know, if by the MLB doing that, I, I think they're just starting to dig their own hole into uh, becoming a less popular sport. Yeah, and I, and I understand, like, they're they're also implementing other other rules, just like the pitch clock, um, time in between pitches, um, in between innings. See um, that I agree with. I agree with the pitch that I clock agree with because it's it's, it's more uh, it's more appealing to um, somebody who like for us watching baseball at least for me is is very simple. I mean, I go out, I I can go out there and watch a nine inning game and not have any problems with it. Spend three hours, four hours of my day out there. Oh yeah. But as somebody who doesn't watch baseball as much but is interested, it's, it's hard for somebody to go out to a major league game and. I mean, the environment's a little bit different on major league games. Say, for instance, go to a, a Division One. I. I mean, down when we were in high school, we went and watched Cal State Fullerton. Quite, a, we watched them quite a bit. Yep. Um, and we had some guys on our team that you know that got in trouble during the game because they couldn't pay attention for that long. So, I mean, I understand that. I mean, even though they are baseball players, not everyone is going to be intrigued into a base watching a baseball game. So. I, I understand the time rules and all that stuff, but the human error, it, it, it has to stay in the game because that makes the game more challenging. And, and, that, and that's the thing. They're trying They're trying to appeal to all these people that just, they don't appreciate the game. Like, oh, it's not as fast-paced and all that. Like, I mean, no offense to James because he was a football player. Look at football. I mean, football has stop, go, stop, go. Like, baseball... It's running nonstop. It just it takes so long because a guy will foul pitches off, or it takes so long for an at bat to finish, like that kind of deal, you know. And like if if you're not gonna be able to sit there for the whole nine innings, like why why are you even going to a game then? Why would you dish out twenty bucks for seats and just sit there for like three innings, interested, and then just be like, oh, this is boring. I'm gonna go on Instagram for the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then also on the other standpoint of that is I mean if you are so say say you do go to a game and all this stuff they're trying to speed the game up with all these different clocks or all these different things it's also they you have to think about it from the other side of why they're actually doing the pitch tracker um, because it also is helping speed up the game if I mean if balls are being I mean if strikes are being called balls I mean that's slowing the game down as well. Um, but I just I don't know. It's it's an interesting topic. The um, the game the game slowed down as soon as they allowed the challenge thing. And if you get the challenge right, you get your challenge back. And there's so many challenges in baseball now. Like it's it's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Like some yeah some calls it works out, but like it takes it takes longer for them to review a call than it would be for like one or two batters of the game. Like you take like an extra fifteen minutes for them to look at it like a little camera and that's it. Yeah. And that's why they're also trying to speed up everything else because now they're implementing these other rules, just like the, the clock or the, the review, the home run review, all these different things and yeah. that slows the game down, but is also trying to perfect the game. And the game is not, you can't it's, be perfect. It's not meant to be perfect. It's the, exactly. it's, baseball's the game of life. Everyone makes errors. Everyone screws up, but you have to live with those.
that's how I was taught. I mean, I like I like the pitch clock because when I growing up with Coach Vega and my travel ball team and he coached against us in high school, like I was always told throw a pitch in 30 seconds and it's tempo. The faster you get a pitch off, the more your players on defense are going to be into it. Like if you take forever like adjusting your hat, have to put your glove a certain way or play with the rosin bag for a little bit. Like it takes time out and the guy's like, oh, well, whatever. There's Especially- also a read, there's also a read out there. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it, um, it went on to the point of, of why the pitch clown is going is being, or the pitch clock is being implemented. And it's also, it's also making the game difficult for the hitters, which is, which is good because the hitters are so, so well-rounded nowadays. Um, guys like Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, hitting for average home runs. It's, it's insane how good these hitters are. And it, it, the read went on to say that a, a batter has has 17 seconds where he's still thinking about that that pitch. So say you throw a fastball high and in, he's still thinking about that same pitch for 17 seconds. So my mentality on the mound as a pitcher is I want to throw it. I want to throw it within that 17 second range. I don't even want to wait 30 seconds. I want to speed it up even faster and go 17 seconds because that's that's how long it takes his brain to forget about that last pitch. So Would, that's it's also it's a good read. I forget exactly. I forget what it's called, but I remember reading that. So that's well, kind of my mentality on it. Well, yeah, you think about pitchers like Ver. I bet you, I bet you, Verlander and Scherzer and Kershaw probably. I bet you they love the pitch count rule because, like like you said, like the hitter has to think about, oh, shit, he threw me a curveball here at this place. Uh, I don't know if he's going to throw me a fastball here, if he's going to curveball again. Like, me as a hitter, like, I, I hit for a high average in high school. I hit for a high average in college. And, like, that was – I'm not being cocky. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have records at my college, whatever. We, we, won't, even, we won't dig into that right now. But I mean, like even even Cody and even you, James, I bet you the same way. You you step into that box and the guy throws you a pitch, and you have to think about a bit. Like, okay, what's he gonna throw to me next? Especially in your especially in your first at bat when you're trying to get a read in a pitcher, and then later on in the game, it's like, okay, that's when you finally get the hang of things. Like, oh, he's been throwing me outside all game today. He's gonna throw me outside, but whatever. Nah, they usually hit me. <laughs> I think that was my record. Pitches <laughs> <laughs> in a season. Yeah, yeah. I remember when, uh, what's his name, Boris, threw a ninety-four mile per hour fastball right in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about that for the next seventeen seconds. <laughs> uh, talking about the nastiest slider I've ever seen in my life. When you when you have guys swinging at a pitch that breaks fifteen feet in front of the plate, you know you have nasty stuff. Or like the, or the hitter's just an idiot. Yeah, well, I was an idiot. <laughs> Cody, you're, you're right. He, he is kind of a dummy, huh? <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait! Sorry. Going back to that Fullerton game when people got in trouble because they couldn't pay attention. That was definitely Nicochet's fault for telling everybody about fried Oreos. Fried Oreos. They, Cal State Fullerton has a nasty fried Oreo. They do. They can really fry them up over there. I don't remember. I don't. Did they have fried Oreos? No, wait. They did have fried Oreos. Fried Oreos fried is the Oreos greatest invention. 
You heard it here. Fried Oreos is the greatest invention of all time. And those ones at Fullerton were pretty freaking good. <laughs> oh, that's a good time. That's a good time. I might have forgot about all of it after our beach house shenanigans that followed, but... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, hey, first time being on TV, that was a good time, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were, we were all floating around in some crap water, but... You know, why not? <laughs> it's a good time. Good for the skin. I think hey, we're all glowing. When a new <laughs> when a news van parks outside your condo, you have to ask him if you can be on TV. <laughs> but then you have a whole baseball team going and stealing random stuff from people's porches just to look funny on this TV. I did a random flu. We didn't steal it. We borrowed it. We put them. We put it. Yeah, I know. We put it all back, but they were they were like, "Yeah, we'll put you on TV," and then everyone scattered and. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, good times, good times. You know that that's got to be up there with like one of the best memories I have of, of high school baseball for sure. Nah, no playing. Hey, Mister, and then seeing the coaches walk down the street. That was probably the <laughs> highlight of the trip. <laughs> oh man who's that walking down the street looks like Subith oh shit it is Subith and Arnold and Coach King nah what was funny with, with Sal that night we were all getting sideways in the room and you were alone <laughs> on the floor you were a loner <laughs> and Sal walks in and she's body slams you man I wish I had that recording because it was probably one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed <laughs> hey yo Say I won't fall asleep. <laughs> and then Arnie walks in the doorway. Sal <laughs> just closes the door of his face. <laughs> What's going on in here? Nah, we don't want any. Slams the door on the coach's face and falls back into bed. Hell yeah. You think he knew we were up to something? He knew he he knew we were up to something the minute that Haddock pointed out that we threw the bottles on the roof next door. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, they found that. We dropped some in the alleyway, too, and they still found it. <laughs> yeah, because Noel on the second story. Noel, how are we going to get rid of all these cans? Oh, I'll make them in the trash can down there. Misses. <laughs> clean, clean, um, clean, clean. That's a good sign. You know, you're, not, you're really not supposed to be saying names, though, remember? Nah, there's no last names. Copy. <laughs> what, what else you, What else you got? Yeah, what other topics? I personally believe that the Browns will make it pretty far in the playoffs this year. So you, are, are they winning their division? I think they're winning their division. Now that they got OBJ and they signed Kareem Hunt, like Baker Mayfield's got it made, to be honest with you. Offensively, defensively, they could probably pick up a couple more people, but... Well, you know what? How how does their how does their offensive line look? Because I know they have all these weapons, but that only means so much if you have a, a good enough offensive line. They 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 need a they need a guy. They need a guy. And I, I think that's the big thing right there. Because you know I'm not. I mean I am just saying this because I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. But they they have great weapons on offense. <laughs> and like that that only means so much if you have an offensive line. We, we didn't have a line. Russell Wilson was one of the most pressured quarterbacks all season long for the last two years in a row. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. But that's just my two cents. What do I know? I am also, <laughs> I am also a firm believer 
that the Raiders will be doing well this well too. I think Derek Carr has a comeback season this year with Antonio Brown as a wideout. But do they have a defense? They the the Raiders really defense doesn't them. matter. Look at Golden State. It's, it's the same thing. You put a shit. You put up more points than the other team. You're good. So, look at Kansas City. Look at Kansas City last year. The Chiefs. They had the best offense, and I personally, I believe they had the best offense in the league. And they had the, I think, probably one of the worst defenses in the league. And where they end up, not not holding up a trophy. Well, oh, that's because yeah. they win. That's because they went up against Tom Brady. Duh. Okay. That was Peyton Manning at the end of his career. You can't do that. He's still an NFL quarterback. He still did it throughout the whole season. doesn't matter where he was because he made it there. He He made it. He had a season, man. So you got to have a great defense. You know what? I'm I'm just going to say this just because I want to make fun of James. Why didn't you run the ball? That's all I have to say. Why didn't you run the ball? (laughs) Definitely not my call. That's uh. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, that's going to be uh, that's going to hurt forever. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> you had the best running back in all of the NFL that year, and you didn't run the ball. You're only a Patriots fan because of Dembo. There, there I said it. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Fine, I'm. I am the bandwagon guy. I will gladly say on my own podcast that I am the bandwagon guy, except for my baseball team. And you like the Yankees. My first baseball card was Derek Jeter. First baseball card. No no lie. My first baseball card was Derek Jeter. That is why I'm a Yankee fan. So that is my only that is my only true claim to fame when it comes to being a front runner. Other than that, yeah, I like the Patriots. Yes, I like Golden State because they shoot threes, and I I love watching people shoot threes. But hockey, hockey, hockey as well. Hockey, I'm an Anaheim Ducks fan. We are not – you don't see me rooting for the Caps. I am a Ducks fan. I, I can't even watch the NBA. and the, the NBA is atrocious. Nah, March Madness is where it's at. March Madness, college basketball is is fun, but the NBA is just brutal. I I can't stand I can't stand a league that has what four or five good teams in the whole in the whole league. Yeah, it's it's, tough. it's the same it's the same teams it's the, it's the same guys going and playing in the same in the in the championship every single year. Not LeBron, just, not anymore. Well, not anymore because he went to LA. But I watched the Lakers game today against the Raptors, and that was so hard to watch. I oh man. <laughs> I like LeBron. I've been a LeBron fan since he joined the league, man. But oh boy, these, these Lakers—they're definitely hard to watch, and I, I can't can't do it. I can't sit down and just enjoy a game anymore. Like he was making me mad. I can't watch NBA no matter exactly. what. Exactly, wasting time there. But uh, dude, who is surprising though is the Bucks. Dude, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo actually was like watching some highlights and stuff the other day. Antetokounmpo. You 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 pronounce you you said that pretty well, James. Thanks, man. Yeah, you did. Usual, but 
<laughs> but yeah, no man, he, he's a lot of fun to watch, and I, and I think like some players like him. And for some reason, I like watching the 76ers too. Uh, they have a pretty good squad, but I think this year will be pretty interesting. If Kevin Durant's healthy, though, Golden State's going to win it. They're always going to win it. You, if Golden State gets rid of Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson, they will not win any more championships. That's actually a hot topic because they're they're saying even without Durant, the Warriors would still be the team to win the finals every single year. Because of Clay Thompson. You, yeah, they have to keep one of the two in order to keep winning as, as well as they have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Curry Curry could go back to carrying the team, but like he needs at least one of those two guys. Right, because when, when it was Curry carrying the team, yeah, the first time they won the championship, like that was great because nobody really like defended it too much. But the next season, when the Cavs won in the, the championship, you know, they, they were defending Curry. They made someone else beat him. Yeah, people could say uh, Andre Iguodala wasn't in the series. I think that's like their biggest defense. Uh, but I mean, Draymond was kicking people in the nuts. Oh my God, Draymond Green, that guy's the biggest chode in all of the league. He's in Hall. Of, he's Hall of Fame talks, man. He's going to be a Hall of Fame basketball player for kicking people in the nuts. <laughs> Antonio Brown's a Hall of Fame player for kicking someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of that time you tried to box me. Oh gosh! No, that's in the last episode. That was in the first two episodes. We're not bringing up the time you knocked me out. I'm sorry. Not tonight. The time we what? I said we. I said we're not bringing that up. We brought that up in the last episodes. What did we bring up? You knocking me out. Yeah, and taking my taking my taking my Walmart WWE belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knocked (laughs) me out. You got. I I did hear about it. You have you have thirty pounds on me. Actually, more than that now after seeing your Snapchat today. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, fuck, you're up to eighty pounds now, bud. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Same results though, you know. <laughs> Same results. It'd be like it'd be like that Jackass episode or Jackass movie where Big Country knocks out Johnny Knoxville in the jewelry store. <laughs> big Country, how about Big Country? <laughs> That's pretty much what it would be like. Just one punch, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Well, you're supposed to have the speed, man. What speed? You're right. I'm too quick. You got the reach. I had to get I in got, close. I don't know. You, you got the speed. You should be able to, you know. But you forget. You forget that I hugged you to break up the round, and I was still punching you in the face. And Diaz got mad at me. Uh. We're gonna have to post the video. I don't remember that one. It was right before. It was. It was literally right before you knocked me out. I put you down. I pulled you down into a, like a headlock, and I punched you one time. And then Diaz broke us up, and I went like towards the rope, and you uppercutted me, and I just full on five star into the grass, no, knocked no, no, out. No, no. I definitely, I definitely remember you like turning around and me giving you like little jabs to the side of the head. <laughs> And then you got mad, and then you, like, tried to hug me. That's why he broke it up, because you were hugging. <laughs> and I was pun- I was punching during the hug. That's why he broke us up. Cody, and that's when I knocked him out. It was funny. <laughs> How about... No, no, no. What about Milk Pong, though? Who survived Milk Pong? Cody White didn't survive Milk Pong. Word, word of the wise, folks. Do not 
play drinking games with milk when you're trying to be PG at a party. It does not end well. You, yeah. The whole gallon milk challenge, everyone pretty much tried it with beer pong, and it did not work with milk. And for the record, for all the fans out there listening, you know, probably all seven of you, Trumu is the thickest of chocolate milk. <laughs> I think we had Christian Gallardo bring us more milk because we ran out of milk. And then he saw what we were doing and was like, no, I don't want to be a part of this. Same with Taylor. Uh, future future uh, co-host, Taylor Van Z, former Washington State player, she was there that night and... Yeah, she was not a part of it. Same as Anthony Diaz, but Anthony Diaz couldn't be here tonight because, you know, he he's bowling. He's being grandpa. Um, he actually won. He won longest puke with against James Trinidad and Cody White. So, I'll have him talk about it when he comes on, probably sometime later this week. Is Taylor really going to be a co-host in the future? Yeah, she is. She's actually really interested in it. She wants to talk about softball and all that. That's when I want to come back on the show. Well, yeah, I I'm trying to get her on later this week, so I'm I'd be more than great hopes. This this could really go somewhere. (laughs) Why? Because nah, nah, I'm not gonna say it. We can answer her seriously, and then we can just roast on you the rest of the time. It's a good time, just like the old days, huh? Yeah, I'm sure Taylor. I'm sure Taylor would have a lot of roasts on me too. She always tried beating me in batting averages and stuff. But she did. She beat both of us combined. Yeah, <laughs> by like two hundred points. I I hit like three seventy nine senior year, and she was like, "Oh, I hit five seventeen. Yeah, well, I bet I got hit by more pitches than she did. Boom. <laughs> All right. Um. Um. What about, yeah, Taylor's, Taylor's going to be on, Diaz is going to be on, uh, it'll be a fun time, um, James, you, in the last episodes, you brought up Harrison, I mean, I'm pretty sure he'd be more than happy to come on, tell us about, he'll, he'll give us the military side of things. Oh boy, <laughs> good stories, good stories. Oh, I'm sure that Harrison has plenty of good stories out in Bahrain. Don't be giving up, like, overstation kind of stuff, man. No, man. What if like, it goes international? No, dude, it was all... Un- he wouldn't have posted about where he was at if it wasn't unclassified information, you dummy. I know how the uh, military works. He keeps a tight circle. Like if, he, like, if he posted that he was somewhere in, like, a forest in Africa, like, liberating people, like, yeah, that'd be classified, probably. I don't know. But he wasn't. He was. He was in. Make make him stop, please. Yeah, make (laughs) make me stop. I'm just gonna stop now. Um. By the way, did you guys know that the Marlins changed their colors again? Yep. Much needed. They're red, blue, and like, I'm. I assume black and white. I saw I saw the hat the hat the other day. The hat looks pretty cool. I like the logo change. I like the color change. I mean, I kind of wanted an orange and blue and yellow and whatever colors they had hat, but I like the new change. I think the Diamondbacks need to change back. They need to go back retro two thousand one. 
I always thought that the Diamondbacks retros had the best jerseys, besides the Marlins OG jerseys, too, with the teal and black. Nothing will beat teal and black, just like orange and blue. Like, orange and blue, you can make some filthy jerseys with. I may be biased, but I, I really I really enjoyed watching Angels retro, like when they had the retros. Their retro days are those uniforms are awesome you are you talking the disney jerseys where they had the wing and the a mm-hmm. yeah well disney doesn't own the angels anymore so thanks walt disney <laughs> hey but at least they serve beer <laughs> inside now every ballpark serves beer no no at least disneyland serves beer now in california bucks or no so i can get oh. hammered and go on splash mountain now yeah, if you want to pay a thousand dollars for a beer. Yeah, my mom still talks about. She still, my mom still has coupons of back in the old days at Disneyland. You used to buy a coupon book for rides. It used to be like a like a carnival where you'd be like, oh, I'll put ten bucks for a coupon book, and I only have ten bucks worth of rides. But it pretty much guaranteed that you'd ride every single ride for ten bucks. And right. now, now it's a hundred and twenty something bucks to get in, plus food. Plus, you know, extra tickets to the parade. Plus extra money if you want to pay for fast pass. I think it was about like 30, 40 bucks just to park. <laughs> that too. I mean, yeah. Ugh. We might as well pay to piss while we're there too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm paying that much to go to Disneyland, I better be able to do whatever the fuck I want at that place. <laughs> You reminded me of a sad castle right there. <laughs> what, in the movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Sadland! <laughs> yeah, I don't think Disneyland's going to have snowing cocaine anytime soon. Boom. I don't know, dude. There's a reason people have been on their funnel cake for so long. <laughs> nah, that's fair enough. That's like the one thing I buy. All right, um, shit, we ran over 30 minutes. I started a new recording. Um, shit, I think we should, should we wrap this up? Anyone else have any more topics off the top of their heads? Just random, just say something random. I'll say something random if you guys want. Go ahead. Just, just to give the random thought of the day. Who do you think, how, well, actually, how do you think the first person reacted when his buddy came up and told him, hey, let's just drink milk from a cow's tit. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Who? Think about the first guy that was like, you know, milk comes from my wife. She gives it to the kid. What about that oh. cow over there? Like, the guy had to be a sick dude to just walk up to a cow and be like, hey, that tastes pretty good. And how do you think his buddy reacted when he told him? He was like, hey, man, I drank milk from a cow, and it's amazing. Think about that. That's an interesting uh, interesting topic for sure. That's a very random thought for today. <laughs> Just, it's the first, it's the actually third, but first episode. But think about that. Like, what comes over you to be like, 
I want to drink cow's milk today. I want to drink goat's milk today. What other milks do we have? Well, almond milk was invented later thanks to, you know. But what do you think? Do you think the guy was like grossed out or do you think he just went with it? Like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll give that a shot. Hey, that tastes pretty good. Cody, I'm going to let you answer this one. Um, this is not my field of expertise. I don't know. That, that's, a, that's an interesting topic um, <laughs> for sure. Um, I never actually thought about that, so it's a little, a little random, but definitely interesting. Um, that's, that's why I said it's a random thought of the day. We'll have a random thought every time we come on here. First person that drink milk from a cow. Yeah, I don't know. That guy might have been a little fucked up in the head. Excuse my language, but like, but, oh, look at look at Greg over there. He's sucking milk from a cow. Like, does it taste good? Hey, Greg, how's that taste? Oh, it tastes pretty good, man. I I love it. I can't start my day without it, and my bones feel stronger because of it. Give it know, a shot. What if he didn't even like the taste, but he was just a stud because he was just stronger than everybody? Yeah, what if it? It's just a myth. What if milk is just a myth? Like your <laughs> so James thinks he's a tough guy. Just, hey, Greg, I dare you to suck milk from a cow. <laughs> oh, man, say I won't do it. Yeah, you won't. Ah, I'm going to do it. Sip, 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 sip. Ah, it wasn't that bad. It tastes pretty good, actually. It's a great guy. Seems like a great fella to hang out with. <laughs> What I'm getting out of all this is never trust a guy named Greg. <laughs> I just, it, I don't know. I just said Greg. Damn you, Greg. Thank you, Greg, for showing us that milk from cows is the way to go. <laughs> I'm actually on an almond milk kick, but thanks, Greg. I actually am on an almond milk kick, too. I've been drinking regular milk, and uh, well, it's been quite some time. Nah, it's all about that 2%. Two percent milk, straight from a cow. I support the dairies. I support the Gregs of the world. That's why you get knocked out so easy. Nah, man, I got strong bones. Just you know, the chin needs some work. <laughs> you punch me anywhere else, I guarantee you break your hand. You hit my chin though, that's my Achilles heel. <laughs> oh man. I All guess right. I guess to close it out. Do you think sports are turning to PC? Actually, yeah, this is actually a topic that I want to talk about real quick. Sports are turning to PC when it comes to their logos, when you think about it. What do you mean PC? Like, are talking about like the Redskins or what? The, yeah, the Redskins. I mean, North Dakota, they had like one of the most loyal fan bases. I mean, going to a UND uh, Sioux game, they're now the Fighting Hawks, which I don't agree with after going to the U going to a UND hockey game. Like all these Native American teams saying that it's racist, but like there's one half that says it's not and the other half is like, nah man, you can't do that anymore. Like the Redskins are the last ones standing now that I think about it, because the Braves don't have no backlash because they got rid of their Native American logo. The Indians. Indians yeah, Chief Wahoo's not affiliated with the Indians anymore. Yeah, uh, the Redskins are the last one standing. Yeah, that's tough. 
tough. I mean, right. I, and I really and come to think about it, I think the Seminoles aren't allowed to have the Native Americans throw the spear in the fifty yard line anymore. Now that I think about it, really. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that I read an article about that. That the Seminole is not allowed to ride out on the field and throw a spear at the 50 yard line anymore. I don't even think they have a Seminole anymore. I'd have to look it up, but yeah, that's tough. I've always been a fan of tradition, and it sucks when tradition changes. But uh, especially when like that tradition is what made the game so popular, you know, <laughs> or like the, the mascot, the Seminole throwing the spear. Like that was a big signature thing. A lot of people really enjoyed that. But I will say I think people are a little too sensitive nowadays um, and probably shouldn't take things so personally. But at the same time, uh, I am not a part of any of the groups that feel this certain way about, like, mascots and team names and logos and traditions. So, you know, out of really, uh, I'm just I'm just an outside perspective, so I, I don't really know. Yeah, I just I just looked it up. Florida State does not have Sammy Seminole anymore on the field. So yeah, that's a bummer. But I mean, I I think it's only a matter of time until, depending on whatever mascot they replace uh, Sammy with, you know, like maybe uh, it'll be the start of a new fan base, and uh, maybe in time that'll that'll become a new tradition, and hopefully one that uh, people won't be sensitive about or have a problem with well i i disagree with that because when i went to und they were still doing the sue chants it was yeah sue 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 yeah yeah and all that and like you think about it like who's to say that the angels isn't the next team to be follow backlash like oh you could have some religious group saying oh the angels are you know against religion and all this in California. Like, you have so many religions in California. We don't follow angels. Like, you need to change the name. Like, that kind yeah. of deal. That makes sense. I'm just always going to have unhappy people in general, people that have to find something to complain about, you know, no matter what it is. But and And that's a shame because, like, these teams have been around forever. I mean... The Indians is one of the starting teams after the league first started. I mean, yeah, like it's been around so long. Chief Wahoo's been around so long. Like I have a Chief Wahoo hat. I wear it loud and proud. Like I love the logo and all that. But I don't know, man. It's just it's changing times, changing people. I guess, like you said, people are being too sensitive nowadays. Absolutely. But, you know, times go on. Easy there. We don't need you break out on the song. That'd be a good way to end it, though, right? No, good way, good way to end it. We'll end it the way we ended the uh, lost episodes. Um, what did we do the first two? We did favorite high school memory, favorite baseball memory. Let's, uh... You know what? Let's let's go back with some different high school memories. Let's let's go back to favorite high school uh, baseball memories. Just different ones that we said in the last episodes. You can say the same one. I mean, since the viewer, their listeners didn't get to hear before, but yeah, whoever wants to start, go ahead and start. Go ahead, James. So I, I mean, I, I was gonna ask you what's your favorite uh, karaoke song. 
My favorite karaoke song is La Bamba. My, all my people in Valley City, North Dakota know that. So, so yeah. Did you say La Bamba or Mo Bamba? No, La Bamba. Richie Valens. Uh, Okay. I am known as the karaoke king of the Valley City American Legion. That's a town post, of 30 people. Post-60. Yeah. Shout, shout out to all my people at the American Legion post-60. Um, I love singing La Bamba every Saturday night. Great times, great memories. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people got tired of hearing the same song by me, but I don't really care because people still requested it from me. So... Yeah. That's my fairy karaoke song. If one person wants it, they all want it, right? Exactly. <laughs> Gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> the person what they want. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry. So back to the serious subject. Okay, favorite high school memory. Go ahead, Cody. You have time to think about it. Um, shoot. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but, you know, just a fun fact we never won a championship in baseball uh my brother my brother did though well that's another co-host logan will be on here sooner or later i'm just saying <laughs> never we never even won a, an outright league title if you actually think about it which is crazy oh uh, we we won by tiebreaker well you know what always gets me to the team that did win the cif championship if uh <laughs> hate to be the one to say it because it makes me sound like a uh, salty bastard, but I think if we were to play them, you know, I think if we played a best of seven series, I think we would sweep them for sure. Sweep who? The team that, the Hemahai team that won the CIF championship shortly after we graduated. Oh, my brother's team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we wouldn't even be a seven-game series. It'd be one game. Chris Wolf would be dicing them up. The the pitching I went to the championship game. The pitching that I saw, no one broke eighty. Besides besides my cousin who closed it out. My cousin that closed it out throws eighty six plus. That was it. That was the only heat in the game. Yeah, yeah, I think I would have uh Ah, never mind, I won't say it. I I'm stoked for him. I'm glad they won, you know, but no, I am, I am too, but... Thanks a lot, Cody. You kind of bummed me out by uh, reminding me, man. Yeah, Cody, this is supposed to be the happy part of the show where we're closing it out and people are tired of listening to us. I told you I peaked in high school and I don't even have anything to show for it. Wait, wait, wait. There's a video of you. There's a video on you on YouTube throwing that guy out at first base and he trips over first base. Remember? Oh, that's yeah, true. It's true. Yeah, that's my field. I had. That was just the uh, right field cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your first baseman that game? Uh, Cody, it may have been you doing the split, dude. Nah, nah. Number 15, that guy, nah. He's a no-name. We know it wasn't Nick Machea. That guy got his position taken a while ago. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Cody Cody took my spot in freshman year. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> What's sad is you took mine after that next shit. <laughs> I remember playing uh, quite a bit of center field. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, wow, this guy can't hit. All he does is get hit. But <laughs> sure, that funniest high school memory, now that Cody got us fighting and sad. Well, Cody just made me sad, dude. <laughs> so look, try, look, try, look, try, look, try and cheer us up. I was going to say my favorite 
favorite high school memory was just all the all the guys we played with, you know, and and everybody that we got to compete with and, and spend a lot of time with, train with, you know, work out with, we can go get Arizona iced teas and ice cream after and bond with. But uh, well, Cody just threw all that down the drain. Now I hate all of you again, and uh, glad we got out of it. Uh, good old Thrifty's ice cream. I still have that photo of like all 13, 14 of us sitting on the curb. Good photo, man. Good photo. That was that was our junior year because Christian and Augie are still in there. Oh, yeah. That was our junior year. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful we've all stayed in good contact. And I know everybody's busy and everybody's nice and successful. And it's great to see everybody doing good and doing their own thing. And kind of grinding in their own way day in and day out it's, it's cool it's cool we may not have won a championship in high school but just goes to show you it's just a game and, and life life is long man life is long and there's plenty more to succeed at exactly all right uh my one of my funny high school memories from the vault would have, me well i i'm the host i have to close it out too you know the horn tutor yeah you know Host always gets the last say. Uh, my my funniest one, one of them, was we had, remember Matthew Haddock? Oh, yeah, the hurricane. The good old hurricane. The whole whole practice. This guy was a PO, guaranteed pitcher only. The guy had no business hitting. And he kept, he kept asking Coach Subit, our assistant coach, if he can keep hitting, or if he could hit, if he could hit, and he said, no, no, you're a pitcher, you don't do that, and then we started doing, uh, we we broke down into PFPs, and Haddock just screwed up one time after another, and another, and another, <laughs> and Subas finally just told him, Haddock, get the fuck out of here, go home. So Haddock goes up to the dugout or the clubhouse for a little bit, break down into hitting groups, start hitting live, and Haddock's over there <laughs> in left field trying to catch a fly ball, misses it, and Suba turns and sees Haddock right there. Haddock, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> He's like, you told me to leave. I told you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Probably, probably one of my funnest times, because after after all those years of playing with that guy and travel ball and all that, like, don't get me wrong, the guy the guy had some good games that he did pitch. Like, he was just he was a little out there sometimes, and for that to finally happen, it just it gave me a giggle in my belly. Yeah, uh, it ain't it ain't too skinny anymore after all these Tuckerman pale ales. Hopefully they sponsor us someday. I I've been saying that the past two episodes, but I'm still rooting for that Tuckerman sponsorship one day. Well, you know now you you definitely have to have Haddock on here just so uh, you can give a little defense to that. Defend his statement. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't even know what that dude's up to anymore. He hasn't posted anything on Facebook in God knows how long. But well, I guarantee there's a way to get a hold of him. I would personally love to just sit in and listen to that episode of Haddock <laughs> defending himself. Oh yeah, you and Haddock. 
dishing it out for half an hour. Oh, God. Explaining why he was nicknamed the Hurricane and all that. I just thought it was his, his theme song. Or his no, theme no, song. no. It was Travel Ball Days. He got the nickname Hurricane because his dad says he throws as fast as a hurricane. 75 to 80 miles an hour wins. And that's why that's why he had the song Rocky Like a Hurricane. Hurricanes are no joke, man. Hurt go Hurricane Haddock. Hurt Haddock if you're listening, like no offense, but like you gave me some funny memories, man. <laughs> now you got to have him on the show cuz I think I speak for everybody or maybe I just speak for myself, but I want to hear some of those memories and I want to hear some of his memories. Oh man, what if uh, if we ever get Jared on here, Jared was supposed to be on, but he's he says he's too scared until he hears the first episode. Yeah, well, now he has three to listen to. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, we're running out of time. We're actually approaching an hour. We're at uh, 52 minutes, going on 53. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love talking to you guys. I miss you guys a lot. You guys are still on the best coast, the west coast. I'm over here on the east, which is, like, the least best coast. I tried to rhyme, but, yeah, I mean. Stop all your head, dude. I'm stopping right now. It's it's the Tuckerman's talking. I'm just rambling now. Uh, yeah. Uh, finally, we're going to have our first episode. So, you know, give a little applause to that. After two failures, it'll get better. Don't worry. No, yeah, I, I, I guarantee you it'll get better as we keep moving on, have more guests. I mean, once Diaz gets on here after he's done, you know, trying to nail down pins, bowling season's almost over. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully my next guest will be Taylor Van Z sometime this week. If you guys want to keep listening, uh, we're gonna be talking about softball, women in sports. I don't know. Well, I know Cody will have a lot to say about that. I don't know about James. James is probably just, you know, he's for the people. I'm for the people, man. I'm what they want. Yeah, he just... James is just here, yes, man. But yeah, uh, we'll probably have Taylor on sometime later this week. And yeah, this has been Outfield Talk with Anthony Nicochea, James Trinidad, and Cody White. We hope to hear from you guys. We hope that you guys actually keep listening to us, you know, in the later on shows. Uh, With that, good night.